Coffee with Humans is live, candid conversations between strangers who become friends. Made possible with your support. Subscribe, share, and comment on your favorite platform. Get Coffee with Humans mugs and more. Links are at coffeewithhumans.com. Thanks for joining me. Well, it's true. We are live once again with Coffee with Humans, streamed all around the world and broadcast into outer space. I'm probably it's it might not be true with my new friend, Melanie. Melanie, welcome to Coffee with Humans. Hi, Jason. Well, thank you for having me. So uh, let's get a handful of things out of the way. Number one, we don't know each other. Is this true? That is true. OK, I've done zero research on you and you. <laughs> so you've got a leg up if you've done any research on me. Um, but uh, I'm in northern Illinois. Where are you located? I am in Maryland, right outside of Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. How's the yeah. weather out there? Um, so yesterday was we have weird weather. We're going to be getting I don't know. Are you getting rain? We're getting yeah. rain this week. OK, it's so weird. We get it usually. So I'm originally from Missouri. So usually whatever happens in Missouri, we get a week later. So I know my sister still lives there. So I know it's just been raining from what everybody has told me on Facebook. <laughs> it's just yeah. been raining. Stop today. We're probably in the highs of close to 90. We've had 90 days a couple of times. Saturday, we're supposedly getting 51. So yeah, that's the same. That's the same with us. Like we were yeah. having a normal, <laughs> like a normal spring. And then all of a sudden it was like 88 and yeah. out of the blue. <laughs> and now, and now, yeah, today is like 55. I don't understand right. what the deal is. It's no. my, maybe it's all the volcanoes happening around the world. I don't It's something happening. I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm, I like, nice and steady well i mean i've never lived where there's nice and steady weather but so. <laughs> i don't know that the, well that's true there are probably there are a handful of places on the planet where there's steady weather and then and then like crazy storms break out and uh yeah <laughs> you know so, so nobody nobody gets uh gets off free in in life so Not anymore. What, curious um what inspired you to click the button to have coffee with me well one, I do love coffee. I actually have coffee with me right now. So well played. I'm, you know, so um I am a coffee drinker. Um, and so the title first and all first off um intrigued me. And then I I did check out uh, the webs or the podcast and was really like, I just love the concept. I just love the concept of you um, you know talking with random strangers and just having conversations <laughs> and um and i find that that's you know i you know a little bit about what i'm i'm actually good at so so cool. i um i set out as a goal for myself this year i was going to be a guest on 12 podcasts and yours honestly was the one that was kind of like i was like why not it doesn't sound like there's a lot of pressure <laughs> there's so. no pressure I, well, I, there's no pressure applied by me. I mean, I'm right. People probably get wigged out or something like that because they know it's like broadcast around the world and live streamed. Like, uh, this is happening right now. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not pre recorded, so that's hoping, cool. I'm just hoping the cat stays quiet. I can't make any promises. <laughs> um, he just woke up from his morning nap, so it could go either way. <laughs> so. I understand. So when, when you signed up, the system asked you a handful of questions, one of which was, if your life was a novel, what would one of the chapters be titled? Um, and you were talking about some heavy, kind of like some heavy things. Uh, 
as part of that sign-up process. It felt like yeah. to me. Uh, oh, grief, yeah. I, I think I was probably, like that. oh, 100%. I was definitely in a, um, I can't remember exactly when I signed up, but I know I was going through a lot. And, you know, coming out of that, actually, I've been on the the tail end of it now. So, yeah. So being on the tail end of it, it's now you went from the hopeful resistor as <laughs> uh, as a title, which is really interesting, you know, to to now when I was talking to you earlier, you know, prior to the broadcast, doing some tech checks and then wondering, you know, what what's on your mind today and what would you title this chat if based on what's in your mind, you said the slow burn. So what's. Yeah walk me through this hopeful resistor thing and then how this becomes <laughs> the slow burn. Cause I, I understand there are, there are significant life transitions and, and, and moving through it is a, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's like traveling down the Mississippi, you know, we, there, there are certain States that just don't look the same uh, when you no. get, <laughs> when you get further South. So the background to the hopeful resistor is that I am always been that believer that I can go out and just, I can achieve anything if I truly set my mind to it. I know I have that ability, but the resistance part gets in like when I get in my own way and I stop or I start to resist like success or I allow fear of failure to get in my way. And so, but yet there's still this part of me that, you know, is this, this, um, maybe the little girl in me that had the big imagination that, you know, had big dreams and big aspirations. And I think now as I've, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm going to be 48 this year that I, you know, have really in the last few years have really pushed hard to pursue my own dreams and make my own business. And build my own success. And it's, you know, it's a constant battle. <laughs> it's a constant, um, you know, it's, it's like riding a roller coaster, which I don't like to do. Um, and so that's kind of where that hopeful, hopeful resistor is that there's always that part of me that's like, oh no, I can do this. I can, you know, I can build this business and I have big dreams for this business. The resistance part is my own, um, you know, me putting up my own walls and me preventing myself from being successful. Interesting. I like what you talked about this idea of resistance or resisting success. And you also tied that with fear of failure. And I think people get the two confused uh, because a lot of people say, well, we've got this, you know, fear of failure, or you, you also talked about imposter syndrome um, Yeah. and the, they talk about as fear of failure when really I think it is resistance to success. Yeah, I really do think it's not, you know, because I, I'm pretty good and that's kind of where I'm at now. I think I'm, you know, good with, I can deal with a lot of failures. I mean, my career, I had, eight, you know, 18 years as a recruiter, which was also encompassing sales. So it's not like I was, you know, never been faced with failure um, from a career standpoint um, and even not from a relationship standpoint. So that part, I don't necessarily deal with the fear of failure a whole lot. I mean, every now and then that definitely, you know, kind of creeps in. But I do find that I'm probably that person that does tend to build my own walls and build my own, um, you know, things that prevent me from going forward. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, you know, there's always like two sides of my brain where it's like, well, that's stupid. And, <laughs> and then, you know, the other part of like, well, you know, 
you're not there yet. You've got it. You know, I'm con- you know, constantly battling these these dynamics in my own head that sounds kind of crazy but um you know in terms of building this you know because I mean it was crazy I built this business you know I I also say like I'm the unintentional entrepreneur because I didn't build my business to be an entrepreneur I didn't grow up going hey I want to be an entrepreneur one day I built my business because I had to I had Mm. bringing income I was in a very you know, weird state back in 2017, ending a relationship and, you know, friendships that were toxic. I had pursued somebody else's passion and his dreams and helping build his dream, but I didn't even know what mine were. And so, you know, I built this out of necessity. That's what, you know, I built that. And so now, now we're here in 2021. (laughs) So, yeah. you know, gone through a pandemic and <laughs> now figuring out what the world looks like from that standpoint. I, 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 it's my experience that, that a lot of folks who, who deal with that inner battle of sabotage, uh, you know, sabotaging one's own success, uh, do, do, do tend to feel like they may be crazy. Like, cause, cause the, it, I think it is the big question of why would you do such a thing? Right. And, um, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the air or not, but, um, I know I have told this when I've advised individuals, but, um, back in seventh grade, I was in this, I was in the, uh, spelling bee and, you know, I'm, I'm far detached from seventh grade now, but I'll, the, <laughs> I think the details are pretty spot on. So I'm standing up there in front of the class and I'm standing there with my, my buddy, Kevin Park, uh, who's super smart dude too. And so we're, we're, I'm going to win the spelling bee. I've got the last word. I've got the word. I can win it if I just spell it right. And, um, and who the winner of the spelling bee in seventh grade is going to go on to regionals or citywide or something like that. Right. Whatever that was. And I remember that I, as I'm, as I'm mulling this word over my head thinking, I know how to spell this word. I can spell this word. I look over at Kevin and then I kind of look back and, you know, I've got this little sea of my peers in seventh grade staring at us. Uh, and I pondered that for a little bit and I decided to misspell the word. Wow. And I know. <laughs> ballsy. And so I, so I, in, in, in my mind, what I believed I was doing was I was saying, well, I could spell it if I wanted to. I could win this but Kevin cares more about this than me. And so I threw it to Kevin and he of course spelled the word correctly. And then, uh, and then he went on and really what was going on was that I was sabotaging my success because I was so afraid that whatever came after this little, you know, enclosed area of all my friends was surely going to be you know, standing on a big stage with a bunch of people who don't know me with a bunch of smarter dudes than me. And they're going to throw me a word like onomatopoeia. And I'm going to be like, oh, and oh, uh, mm, uh, I'm going to fail epically in front of all these people. They're all going to laugh. I'm going to cry and walk off stage left. And that was what was playing around in my head. And really what it was, was I... I decided instead to craft this little scenario and sabotage myself in a, in a way that'd be like, well, 
I could spell it if I wanted to. But I'm going to be a hero and give it to my friend because he, quote unquote, cares more. No, he I I just don't want to uh, I just don't want to experience the eventual shame of of finding out that, you know, I walk off stage left in tears. And that's <laughs> that's that is it was an it was an, it's an interesting thing to look back on uh, because that that's sort of like, well, I could do it if I wanted to uh, type of thing. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of, it, it's a thought that I know a lot of people deal with. And I feel like that's connected with imposter syndrome or connected with fear of failure. And, and, and yeah. it's really, a, I think a, a method of self-sabotage. It a hundred percent is, I mean, telling yourself that, I mean, I, you know, I'm always kind of dealing every so often the imposter syndrome pops up for me and I'm always, you know, I, I have to kind of put that, assign it a voice and say, not you know, not now we have to, you know, um, we have to pursue. I had it recently. Um, I've become pretty active on clubhouse and I part of a group that has a lot of LinkedIn strategists and like some of the best of the best. And, and I'm was literally like, what the heck am I doing in this group? (laughs) I literally am like, how did I get, you know, asked to host a room? And, you know, now I'm, you know, weekly calls with like, really some of the best of the best minds when it comes to how to build your brand and, you know, strategize on LinkedIn and, you know, um, people that have given Ted talks and all sorts of things. And I'm like, you know, to me, I'm always out, you know, that little girl from Missouri. I'm like from a small town in Missouri. I'm like, (laughs) what am I doing here? (laughs) So like, why do I have a voice at this table? Um, you know, so I have to kind of like, you know, every so often I'm pretty good about like when it, when it starts to pop up, like I'm pretty good with myself about that, but you know, and not allowing it to go crazy. Um, right. You know, you still have it like a client will hire me and I'll be like, why do they want to hire me? Like (laughs) like they could hire anybody. Why did they hire me? Um, I'm sure, you know, I'm, and I, you know, and I, I'm good about now just even admitting it because, you know, even if my clients see this and be like, great. Um, you know, I'm like, you know, it doesn't, it's just that insecurity of not, not wanting to be the best that I can be. And what if I fail at it? Like, what yeah. if I'm not the, you know, what if I can't come to the table with new ideas and new thoughts? And, you know, what if I can't really help people? Like, yeah. I think I can, you know, two really, so. two really interesting things stand out for me in, in what you're talking about. One is you saw, you talked about assigning that of assigning a voice which Uh i think is real 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 interesting because it's just that voice is just information it's not it's uh it it is insecurity uh you know standing in the corner going ah i'd just like to let you know you know i'm here to keep you safe in the in the bounds you know and it's just like (laughs) it's it's like sitting at a board of advisors or something like that there's this there has to be the one naysayer um, and that's, and, and that, and, and when nobody's an naysayer, sometimes, you know, in, in, in team dynamics, it's good to assign somebody, assign somebody to look at the opposite and say, Hey, but what if we didn't do that? That's, that is, that voice is information. And, and if we call it by, by a name, assign it a name, uh, we, we can deal with it sort of out separately outside of our minds. I find. Yeah. Um, I a hundred percent agree with it. I mean, I literally, um, 
I'm actually reading a book right now called The Confidence Creator by Heather Monahan. And um, like last night on Clubhouse, I she happened to be in a room and I got asked to like ask her a question. And I literally sat there before I went up on accepted it. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to ask Heather Mon? You know, I'm literally like reading her book right now. Her book was sitting right next to me on my bed. And I'm like, uh, what am I going to ask her? Like, I, you know, and then I was like, well, that's kind of stupid because the whole cut, co- this is a, this conversation is all about confidence. Like, yep. you know, I'm like, that's why you're, you know, so it's one of those things that I think is very much, um, is very much, uh, you know, just facing it and saying, it's going to like, I'll be okay. Like, yeah. I'll be okay. Like, you know, I've got this one this time, but thanks for the, Thanks for the concern. I appreciate it. Um, but I've got this one. Like, you got to trust me on this. So Yeah. I think there's also some um, entry play, interesting places that people get lost in comparison. So I had a person at one point in time talk to me about this Coffee with Humans thing. And they said, I could never do what you do. I was like, what? Do what? <laughs> and they're like, you know, <laughs> you just talk to, like, you just get on this video call and you talk to people. And I was like, you, like you've never you've never spoken with anyone before? Is this like new to you that you just <laughs> talk to somebody? I just happen to be inviting the rest of the world into the conversation. And, and it is, it's interesting that so some people say, well, well, you don't have any, you don't have any quote unquote fear, right? Or you're, well, you don't seem to have a problem with that. And, and it's interesting, like in this space, no, I probably don't because I've done this. I've, I've done this before I did this live and online with people across the world. I did this sort of stuff you know, in, in close proximity. And so I've become pretty good at this, this area. And so I, the answer is, well, no, it's not that I don't have those fears. It's not that I don't have those internal struggles. I have different ones and I have, I might have better strategies for coping through it because I've had to learn those coping strategies. And that I think is something that people miss out on when they, when that voice comes up, they think, well, I can't instead of I've not yet learned how. And I can learn how just like anything else. Am I willing to put in the effort to do that? And the, and the effort in, in some ways is to just know that you're going to fail right out of the gate. And like also thinking like, what is like, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, like I, I started asking myself that, you know, really the question always posing like, well, what if, what if I, you know, what if I decide to, you know, pursue you know, a certain option in my business or what if I, you know, go, you know, out on a date or what if, and, you know, and honestly, the, um, the option of the, what if is always the result of choosing it is always greater than the thought of most of the time of not choosing it. So, um, you know, the, the risk is, usually very minimal (laughs) and so it's not one of those things that um you know like you know what if but what are you going to miss out on what if you don't take that opportunity or don't take that you know what could happen and you know the reality is the odds of something bad happening are pretty minimal um and you know and if something does happen like okay well we'll just address it when it happens and we'll just go with the flow yeah and 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 a lot of the like look at uh, it from that way. Absolutely. A lot of the things also um, that that we believe might happen, and this is probably your experience too. I heard this from somebody else. They said, you know, we as, we ascribe that these 
bad things are somehow permanent and irrevocable. Mm -hmm. um, instead of just being like, well, you know, I tried it, it didn't work out, and now I don't do it. And there's a lot of the a lot of the decisions that we make and the and the uh, repercussions that we could have are temporary and and can be redeemed. You know, like people say, well, I I could never just you know, like move someplace. Like, why not? You could just move back. There's not, I mean, it'd be a complication for sure, but it's not a permanent thing. Like, what if right. I bought that? What if I, you know, I, should I buy that product or should I not buy that product? Is that the right? It's like, you could just return it if you don't like it. Right. So we, <laughs> we, we allow, we allow for these scenarios in a lot of aspects of life and like, but we don't allow it sometimes when we're on the hook for it. Like, should I go to school or not? Well, you could try. You could you could just start <laughs> like, right. Should I start a podcast? You could start one. You totally could. You might find, I don't like this. Fine. Then don't do it anymore. Stop. Right. And I don't, I, it's interesting. Where do you think that people get caught in those thoughts of, of sort of embarking on something new and then recoiling or, or getting up to the edge and saying, ah, forget it. I'm not going to do this. I think it's usually when it gets hard. I think oh. when it gets really hard, I think that's usually when people, you can have like some success, success, you know, even if it's small successes, but oftentimes we think about like hitting that, you know, you talk about like, well, I want a six figure business. Okay. Well, if you're only at four figures right now, you've got to, that's a pretty big jump, you know, like you got to like start thinking differently. You have different systems in place, whatever the case may be. So maybe shooting for a five figure business would be better, you know, like it doesn't mean you can't ever have that, but, and then when you don't hit something or you hit an obstacle, I think that's when people tend to be like, well, this isn't working. Like mm. this isn't, you know, like I can't keep doing this or I can't, you know, I can't keep pursuing this because it's not, you know, paying off for me instead. Like, well, what are, you know, what have been, been what have been the benefits um, for that? And I think that's really when people get that you know then they start getting down on themselves that like i can't do this or this isn't working or nobody's listening to the podcast or no you know all these things like where am i i'm you know nobody i'm not going to find clients to pay for the you know amount of money that i need to charge or whatever the excuse is you know we make excuses but the reality is there's so much proof in the world of other people doing certain things. Like think about how many people have created podcasts. You know, there was somebody that started, I don't know who that was, but somebody started this idea and now, you know, go to go on, you know, any platform and see how many people are doing it. You know, that's proof enough that any of us, you know, could definitely go out and, do that, you know, with, you know, maybe we need to refine the name, the idea, whatever, you know, Yeah. Uh, but there's an audience for everybody. There's yeah. an audience for everybody. And so I think that's really when people get really discouraged, you know, and I'm big on like having the proof, like, okay, let me show you the proof. Um, you know, let's, let's find people that have done this. Let's see people that have been successful in navigating whatever area, you know, that we want to look in, um, you know, then it's, then it's, then you see that you can do it, Yeah. but you also have to be really willing to work hard at it. Yeah. I love that. I talked, I, I was, uh, at a conference recently and, and 
gentleman, pretty successful business guy, stood up in front of his team and said, uh, he talked about work. Uh, he, what did he say? He work, working, performance. Those are the three keys. Those are the uh, three words on this slide. And he talked about this idea that everything that you start start with is work. Everything. And you might work at that for a long time. You might work at it for months, or years, tens of years. And as you as you as you begin or continue working there, something begins to uh, something begins to start working. It's like, oh, this is getting easier, and I'm getting better payoff from my effort. And yeah. then as we continue that working process, eventually we get to the point of performance, where now it's like, oh, this is effortless. This is uh, you know, this is just it, like how uh, we've we've seen people like you 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 look at somebody you know a speaker or at a workshop or something like that. You're like, man, how does it make this look so easy? It's like, well, because you went through work, went through working, and now it's performance. Now it's just an art. It's like it just it's just existing. And I think you know to your point of like if you if you have a four figure business, you want to make it a six figure business. You're probably a different person between those two yeah. gaps. And many times we get stuck. I think at that. We 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 chart our future and our goals based on our current mindset, and it's important, mm-hmm. I think, to chart a goal that's beyond our current mindset. And and as we set that intention, I believe we have that something magical happens where we begin to create the individual who needs who who we need to be to achieve that that goal in the future. We have to reshape our thinking oh. and allow for new patterns of thought. A hundred percent. I'm really big on mindset when I work with my clients. Um, okay. You know, as a career coach, I'm really big. I always tell my clients, like, first and foremost, confidence is the key. Mm. I don't care if you don't, you know, you people often ask, like, oh, how did that person get hired? They didn't have any experience or, you know, they they were, you know, only a couple of years out. And, and I'm like, it's because they were confident. I mean, that's the truth. We hire people that we like are excited to be with, you know, and if you don't confidence, really, you have to believe yourself, even if the odds are stacked against you. But I a hundred percent believe, I think you have to vision, envision who you are. Like you have to know what that person in the future wants and where does that person live? Who is that person surrounded by? What kind of lifestyle does that person want to have? And you have to, you know, it doesn't mean you have to go out and spend the money when you don't have it, but there are things you can do like to, you know, really carry that through and, you know, really believe in that person and know that you're working to become that person. Yeah. And, you know, so it's one of those things that I, I'm just a huge believer of that. I think you have to start to grow your mindset. You can't be stagnant with it. Um, or you'll find other things that, you know, you're, I think it'll show up in other ways in your life as well. So that you're stagnant with. Right. For sure. Since everything is all connected. So what connecting, connecting this back to, I I think the, the, the stuff that was in your mind, you're, you're not just, I I think going on a limb here that sometimes (laughs) people, people will look into a conversation like this and they're like, yeah, that's great for them. But, uh, not understand that maybe you're a bit of an expert in this. And I, I know only the tip of the iceberg <laughs> um, based on some titling that you gave me and, and topics of you're on, my, on your mind. You were talking about grief. You talked about loss. You talked about this idea of, of resistance, hopeful resistance. And then 
and now we're into the slow burn part of it. How do you connect the 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 space of or the pieces of information that we've been talking about here, throwing out that clearly are just kind of hit, hitting the wall someplace? What's the connection back into slow burn, and why are you why are you qualified to talk about any of this? Well, you know, so just to give some backstory, I left my I was a recruiter for eighteen years. I was with okay. my last company for eight years of that. So I hadn't been in the market. Um, really, I, I did ask myself, like, what am I going to do? Like, I joke that, like, my staff kept getting younger and I was getting older. You know, now my staff, like, I had one staff member that was, like, younger than my son. Um, who's my oldest. And so I'm literally like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> like, I, like, I have to have a plan. And I didn't have a plan, to be honest. So I left in 2016. I went on my own little journey. Of, I put myself in the market. I was doing this coaching. We lost her. She's going to be back. Oh, oh you're back. There we go. <laughs> um, you. But during, you. you know, during, so 2017, I always say, was a year of I, you know, ended friendships that were toxic. Um, I ended situations that were, you know, like I mentioned, you know, working with a friend of mine who I was really pursuing his dreams, not my own. And I really got in touch with myself and really put myself first um, for the first time in a very, very long time. Wow. And ultimately started working um i was you know took a few a few recruiting jobs corporate recruiting um but it was my passion for the coaching i was doing both full time i was really kind of i was definitely burnt out to a certain degree i was burning myself out but i really loved the coaching side so 2018 made the decision okay i'm going to do this full time um, I'm excited about it. So I jumped into this idea of, uh, you know, starting my own business and, you know, figuring out what that looks like. Um, and, you know, and then ultimately 2019, um, we lost my dad, um, this last December, we lost my mom to stage four colon cancer. So we've, you know, as a family, we had a lot to go through. Um, I think part of that is, you know, understanding the importance of time but also understanding the importance of family and where that, you know, where that ranks in the, the world of work. Um, and all this time, you know, I have really big goals. I mean, um, I usually keep those goals for the most part to myself um, because for me, they're like, okay, they're so personal. And so like, you know, I don't want any naysayers ever to say you can't do it because I don't want to hear it. Um, and I don't think a lot of people know what I do behind the scenes. They're like, you go work out at 12 o'clock on some days of the week. Or you, um, you know, like, like, what do you do? Do you work? Um, <laughs> like, how do you make money? Um, so I don't think a lot of people, you know, I think they're slowly starting to get, but they don't understand everything that I do and why I work so hard and what happens behind the scenes. And then, you know, been coaching individuals now for well, I mean, I was a recruiter for 18 years, but now for, you know, close to four, four and a half years or so, where I work with people on goals and mindset. But for me, the slow burn, I realized kind of coming into this year, 
I was okay with just where I'm at. Doesn't mean that I don't have my goals and I still do. And I'm kind of getting back to like, let's rediscover those goals and let's like look at them and figure out where, where, what kind of priority. But I think it was just everything that had happened in life that I'm not for the first time. And I don't know how long I don't feel this pressure to like say that I've achieved, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like I'm okay with it just developing Mm. and I'm okay with it just unfolding with however it's supposed to unfold and knowing I still have to do the work. I mean, I still have to put in the effort. I can't just sit at home and, you know, be guests on, you know, podcasts (laughs) and stuff (laughs) like that. But, uh, you know, I still have to put in the work. I still have to work with my clients and, but I'm, you know, but I'm okay with like, for the first time, I'm not like super stressed about the financial side of the business. Like I'm just, I'm just really, you know, it's all like, you know, it is kind of cliche, but it's really literally just, it is a slow burn. It's just a nice little fire happening and I'm really content with it. And, um, I don't feel this over pressured need to, you know, push myself beyond where I'm, you know, my, where I'm at right now. And I've, and you know, and it's kind of a nice feeling to honestly be at peace with that. Have you found, um, um, in this idea of allowing things to unfold and having some patience in that, how has that changed your, not only your, maybe, maybe it's your perception of opportunities, but how has that measurably changed the opportunities that have come your way? Well, you know, I, so I mentioned to you, I had just literally did this um, newsletter that I send out to my audience. And that was, this was the topic of it was that um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, you know, and I even said in there that patience and I, we have a complicated relationship. <laughs> so <laughs> I was never a patient child. I was never a patient, um, super patient mother to some degree. Um I just patience and I don't necessarily have, you know, we, we have, you know, had, had a love hate relationship through my entire life. Um, and now all of a sudden, like I'm finding my patience, you know, I'm finding like this just, and for me, it's a calm calmness. It's a peace. It's just, it's having, I think there's such I think people, when somebody says, oh, I'm content, I think people like either want to go, I'm sorry, um, or like, it's a bad thing. Like, oh, she's content. <laughs> and for me, I'm like, no, it's the greatest thing in the world. Like, I'm really just, I'm good with where I'm good at, with where I'm at and where, you know, and like I said, I know that it's kind of coming to an, you know, a little bit of an end where I want to like turn up and I want to turn it up a little bit. I know I can kind of feel that, but over the last few months, like, you know, just even the last year, I felt like I had whiplash of just like, Mm. you know, I have my youngest is graduating next month. Um, You know, so of course we've had seen, you know, her senior year and colleges and, you know, I have, you know, thankfully my oldest, he's all, you know, good on his own. So, 
But, you know, for the last few years, I've just been like, push, push. Oh, no, you've got to do better in your business. You've got to like hit this certain figure in finances and you've got to have this many clients and you have to have this much in your savings and like all these tick marks. And I'm okay with, you know, I'm like, no, I've got money in the bank. I've got clients coming in and I'm okay with that. And I'm, I'm happy with it. So, and that to me is like a weird it's not, it's not weird to say that I'm happy, but it's just weird for me to like, it, I finally kind of acknowledged it to the public. <laughs> yeah, so. that's huge. I think one of, from my, from my own personal experience, staying in that zone of kind of that slow burn, because I, I feel like, I feel like I understand where you're at. Um, staying in that, the space of the slow burn allows capacity for life change. Yeah. So you know, you're going through some transitions that are inevitable. It, they're just going to come upon you. And I was talking to a guy the other day where we talked about life being a river, almost like whitewater rafting, you know? So it's like, sometimes the, sometimes the river opens up and it goes slower and sometimes it narrows down and like, yep. we're going through. <laughs> and the, and the hope is to not fall out of the boat. And so that's all you can do. <laughs> right. And, and so if we keep our capacity, if we, if we don't strive, 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 push, 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 push we end up with greater capacity to, I think, deal with the inevitable rapids that come. And, and then also, I think, a greater appreciation for when the river slows down and we're like, oh, look, and we, we have an opportunity to just kind of look around, you know, and, and see things and notice things. And then also, in long, like in long lines of opportunity, we are more likely to see, I think, the, the things that will make our souls come alive rather than just staying in the rat race. And we 100%. and there's time to just like, hey, I'm going to pull up on shore here and eat shore lunch because I can, <laughs> right? And enjoy my life, um, which is, you know, I've, I've admittedly lived the other side of that where it's just like, boop, 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 go, 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 oh. go, go. Out of necessity, it felt like. And it wasn't necessary. Yeah. It only felt necessary. I mean, I was working you know, my last like quote unquote full-time position, I was working that full-time in DC. Um, I was working my business literally like my lunch breaks. Um, I would come home on our Metro and jump on a call with a client, you know, like any moment I had, and I still work on, I mean, you know, I'm still working on the business, you know, I, it's just me, um, you know, <laughs> doing my business for me. So, um, I, you know, joke if, people check out like found me on Instagram or whatever you know they'll see pictures of the cat and I call him the coworker. um but he's not really helpful when it comes to you know these things I wish he was um and I'm surprised that he's being quiet because usually he gets really loud when I talk to people um okay. but only but only when I talk to people like I could be quiet the entire day and he won't say two words um, right. but um so I jokingly refer to him as the coworker, um, you know, and so it's one of those things that, you know, so I still work, you know, when I, even my downtime, if I'm watching TV or something like that, I'm probably doing something for my business, but, um, but it's not at the pace where I feel like, you know, the, where I was in 2017 and even the last few years, um, you know, and there was a lot of pressure, you know, while my parents were sick and, having to help them. And, you know, we've, you know, moved, we moved my mom and packed up her stuff and, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. And so, but I was still having to work, 
you know, and I was still having to like, I couldn't stop working. That was the thing. Like, you know, even though they had, you know, I needed to be with my family, I couldn't just stop my business and, you know, it still had to keep on going. And so that's, you know, and I think probably some of that is probably just finally being kind of where I can get back to being like, okay, everybody's okay right now. (laughs) Like everyone's, you know, we're, we're all doing the best we can. We're all in a good space. And so I can kind of enjoy this moment and Mm. just figure out what my next steps are going to be. Yeah. And, and be, and be happy with that. So. That's powerful. And I, and it's interesting also that you can see sort of off in the distance of your journey that, you know, it's like, okay, well, maybe it's time, maybe I want to speed this thing up, but it would seem to me, um, that there's a, maybe a newfound thoughtfulness about how to do that so that it doesn't become, so it doesn't get out of control next time. Yeah. I think part of it is just realizing, um, not having had the opportunity to do things with my mom, yeah, um, we lost out on that. And I'm not trying not to get upset because I can't go there. But um, I think that has taught me a lot, especially about being a mom, you know, and, you know, my kid, you know, my, we have this little small, we have like this big gigantic step family. And then we have this little small family. And so that's the thing that I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, understanding how precious time really is. And so just appreciating, you know, appreciating graduation. And, and even though right now it's like, I was bombarded earlier this morning, um, with, you know, like she, my daughter plays field hockey and she's going to play in college, but okay. This is when her first, you know, she has orientation. She has her first training camp. She has, and I'm literally like, Oh my God. Like I thought we were past this at this age of like having her entire schedule planned out for us for the, you know, literally the month of June when she has to move in to the dorms, um, when she starts pre-training, um, and, you know, getting all of that. So I was kind of like, it was a nice little, we've had a little bit of a respite from that. And literally the schedule was like, okay, (laughs) like, got to get her through all these you know and her dad and I were talking and I was literally like he's like yeah she isn't making her appointments like she's supposed and I'm like well she needs to um she needs to do those (laughs) yeah there's a great book um and we're we're closing in on our our time here but I did want to mention there's a great book it's written by Bobby Herrera called the gift of struggle um I actually have a link here not a link, but I got a thing up here. Bobby Herrera, The Gift of Struggle. And it talks about, he talks very candidly about his life. He's actually uh, CEO of uh, Populous Group, which is a major staffing firm. Yeah. Several hundred million dollar staffing firm. And uh, super nice guy. I've got a podcast actually I did with him a year and a half ago uh, that can be found on YouTube. Um but great book about struggle and the struggles that he's he went through and the things that he took from that and how those struggles have measurably changed his life and how he operates and um just some some powerful lessons which is really interesting you know he's just a guy um just like you know i'm just a guy just a gal the the 
we each have that opportunity as we walk down our journey to take those lessons for us, like what's going to work for us and incorporate those. And it's, it's, I, I, I don't know, I find it very meaningful that you have found the lessons um, that you want to incorporate, um, however they've come about to yeah. be able to craft the life that you want to have. Um, I think that's, there's got to be a bit of joy and like you talked about contentedness, right? In yeah, the, it's like, uh, which is it's fascinating. Not a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's right? not a bad thing. You know, I don't feel like I'm. I think there's a difference between being content and settling. Yeah. Um, like I'm not settling for not achieving certain things. Like I still, like I said, I have very specific goals and very mm -hmm. specific things I want to achieve. But I'm okay with where I'm at right now, and yeah. I'm okay if it takes me, you know a year, five years, whatever it takes to get to a certain point, you know, and like not feeling this pressure that I have to, um, you know, like my, my friends will give me a hard time because I've pushed off moving multiple times. Um, like probably you should never move like when you've got all these, you know, balls up in the air anyways, but I've like felt like this, like huge, like the last few years of like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to figure out a new place to live and the lease and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm okay now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, when are you going to move? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not on the priority yeah. list. I was like, I was like, I am done just, just feeling like it has to be on the list of things. Like I was like, when I find the place that I want to move to and I, you know, cause I was building, yeah, I don't like that place or I don't like that, or that's not a good location. And now I'm like, you know, I'll find it. Yeah. You know, it'll happen. <laughs> so what a great place to be for sure. Yeah. So it, it feels good. It's a, it's a nice calm feeling. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to throw your link up here. Uh, people can get in contact with you at LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, you do career coaching. True story. I did. It's a true story. I am a career okay. coach, career and life coach. And um, I do a lot on LinkedIn and it's probably the easiest place to find me. So, yeah. Well, I'm certain that there are people listening uh, to this uh, who will want to connect with you um, on, a, on a real personal level. Uh, it sounds like you have some wisdom to help them through maybe some scenarios that they're in. Um, and I, I know of at least one person I want to get you in contact with um, who I okay. think could really benefit from your wisdom. So thank you so much for being here on Coffee with thank Humans. You. Um, I love I love the idea of meeting you. Uh, and now we did it. So Yes. Thank you so much. I, and I, and I do, um, you know, I honor, I honor your, uh, openness to come here and talk about your story and where you're at and where you've been, uh, and, and all the things you're taking from that to, cr you know, craft, craft life, uh, for yourself. I think, I hope that's what all of our viewers and listeners are about doing, um, today as well. You know, if yeah. you get one life, you might as well make it the one you want. You have to. You know, go out there and don't be afraid to pursue your dreams. That's what I say. Yeah. You know, pursue them and go after them. So, and enjoy life. I mean, there's too much other, there's too much crap in the world to, you know, like, like just not to enjoy it and not For to sure. appreciate those small things. So. Absolutely. Well, to all our viewers and listeners, this is Coffee with Humans, live candid conversations between strangers who become friends. I met Melanie uh, now 50 minutes ago. 53 four minutes ago uh and we and we got to know each other through this conversation and uh all in an effort to make the world a better place so 
Thanks for joining us. Melanie, thank you so much for being here on Coffee with Humans. Thank you. I appreciate it. All righty. We'll catch you next time. Subscribe and share on YouTube. One of the things I love about Coffee with Humans are the raw conversations I get to have meeting new people just like you. If you or someone you know should be on Coffee with Humans, go to coffeewithhumans.com. Remember, the only rule is no sales calls. <laughs>